eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Post Game Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as the Ravens beat reporter for that station. And Cordell guessed it. Ravens win, guys, <laughs> 23-20 to the Cleveland Browns. Although it was never pretty because this is the Baltimore Ravens, it's never going to be pretty. <laughs> this is We're far removed from the days when wins were very pretty. And back to the old nitty-gritty days. Um, hilarious of the fact that the uh, 2012 Super Bowl team was there, so they know all about ugly wins. Um, but – they, they do come out with a win against their division opponent. The Ravens are 2-0 and in the division, and they continue to be tied with first, for first place uh, because the Cincinnati Bengals won their game today. So let's start um, with the defense. We'll do something different today, Cordell. You know, the defense, to me, this is the fourth week that I felt like that they've done well. Um, we'll, hear, we'll continue to have these conversations about um, Ravens keep blowing, you know, these double-digit leads going into the fourth quarter, and everybody knows how I feel about that. Um, I think that a lot of that, while it's fine to try to put that on a defense, I think that that's an offensive issue as well. But nonetheless – you know, the defense came in. You had Justin Houston that came back um, and, and made an appearance. Patrick Queen, man, like he has he played so well. And it's funny, Cordell, because I remember not long ago, Coach Harbaugh saying, you know, he just felt like um, Patrick Queen was kind of just overthinking things. And, you know, he wants to be so good 
that maybe, you know, it's he's just over pursuing some things. So it's possible now that he's a little bit more settled and he was out there making plays. I just really thought that this defense had done well. Um, Queen had 11 tackles. Um, I think he had three tackles for loss, a sack. So he really, you know, blossomed in today's game. And it was good to see. It was good to have that pass rush back um, thanks to Justin Houston. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Queen definitely was outstanding today, and he's been good, I think, these last few weeks of the season. And I've tried to, you know, I've tried to be optimistic when we talk about Patrick Queen because I think sometimes he gets over-criticized. I definitely think it is warranted sometimes, but I don't think, like I said, I don't think he's been as bad as people think, and I think he's starting to kind of come into his own, you hope at least. Um, He's starting to make, uh, these these types of these big plays on, on more of a consistent basis now he completely dominated a, a, a drive by himself back-to-back tackles for loss on Kareem Hunt uh, like you said team high 11 tackles today he gets a sack one of the five sacks on the day for the defense and he's kind of you talk about this pass rush Patrick Queen is a big part of the pass rush he and Justin Houston right now they lead the charge when you talk about the pass rush on this defense Patrick Queen is a great blitzer he plays great when he's able to get into the other team's backfield and credit to Mike McDonald he's putting him in those types of situations to to flash what he does best yeah in uh, on more of a consistent basis so definitely impressed with what I saw from Patrick Queen out there um defensively as a whole, I, I thought that the game really changed once David and Joku was got injured and was no longer in the game. Yeah. Um, he was, it, it was as if they did not want to guard this dude. He was <laughs> every play. And I, I just couldn't understand it. Seven catches on seven targets, 71 yards ends up leaving the game with the ankle injury, I believe, and not returning. So that, I think that was a, a, a big boost uh, of help for this Ravens defense because they were having some big time issues with him in the passing games. Now, is that to say that they still wouldn't have won the game? I don't know. It's definitely a close game. Who knows? Uh, But I give the Ravens credit. I thought that they did a pretty decent job in the run game. Nick Chubb got some, he was pretty good all throughout the game. It's not the Ravens fault that the Browns want to go away from Nick Chubb. That's not, that's not on the Ravens. That's that's what the Browns want to do. But they did a Ravens a favor there. I think definitely by going away from Nick Chubb because he was he was pretty consistently getting three to five yards, if not more. He averaged all, close to six yards a carry uh, throughout the game, 16 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Uh, but overall, five sacks on the day, you force a couple of turnovers. You know, you don't really let the 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 Browns do too much. You know, they, I mean, they Brissett throws for a little over 258 yards. You'll live with that. He didn't throw a touchdown. The running game was good, but not dominant, you know, uh, and the pass game, they made plays in the pass game, but again, it wasn't anything that killed them. I do think Njoko getting, Njoko getting hurt helped, but other than that, I, I really have no complaints about this Ravens defense that's continuing to come around and continuing to show that they're able to get better each week every somebody whoever made plays last week doesn't all isn't always the same guy that makes the plays next week that's the one thing you'd like to see them kind of get those core guys that you can depend on every week but right now guys like Patrick Queen and when he plays Justin Houston they make a huge impact JPP made a nice 
uh, play today as well. So, you know, they've got guys out there that can make plays on any given Sunday, but I think they still have a little more work to do as a unit as far as being consistent. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, is that like, you know, look, the, the, the levels are getting better. Malik Harrison has played um, pretty decent overall. We know Patrick Queen is playing well. Josh Bynes, I don't know how he's still doing it. Josh Bynes was on the Super Bowl team. So he was out there celebrating on the sideline with his former teammates. And then he out there with his new, with his teammates, his current teammates. So look, I think Josh Bond is a little slow, but you know, that's to be expected, right? He's been in this league, you know, more than 10 years. So, you know, it is what it is, right? But ultimately, you know, for for him to be in the position he's in, I I do think that he still plays, you know, really well. He's still out there and goes 100% every single time. Um, I love Marcus Peters. I do. I really love everything he brings to the table from a personality perspective. I love that he loves to play man. I love that he likes to get close to the line. But, man, that was hard watching him today, man. And that's particularly in that fourth quarter, yeah. uh, you know, against Amari Cooper. He got lucky with the um, OPI, the, the offensive pass interference mm-hmm. um, against Amari Cooper. Um, but it was the same play. I mean, literally right. the same play that, that they had going down the sideline. And so the Ravens really caught a break there with the offensive pass interference because if that's the first down, it's very possible that the Browns are going to score not even just a field goal, but possibly a touchdown because from a passing perspective, they weren't in the position of stopping. You know, um, when they needed to stop Amari Cooper, they just – didn't do it. And again, I love Marcus Peters. Maybe he's yeah. missed. Maybe he's missing a step because of his injury, or maybe, maybe Amari Cooper just had the best, you know, was better today or on Sunday, but you know, it was hard watching a guy like Peter. Cause you want Peters to, you, you love what he brings, but that was a struggle watching him at times. Definitely. And I mean, you, I echo everything you said. I'm a huge Marcus Peters fan. Always have been all. I, I love the way he plays the game. Uh, I love his aggressive nature. I love what he brings, what he brings out there from a mental aspect because he, he, br- he carries that for this team. But I think this team, I've said it a couple of times, they carry his identity uh, when they're at their best, this defense specifically. Um, but yeah, uh, Marcus Peters looks like a guy that doesn't, that either can't run right now or doesn't want to run. Um, he, it looks like he guards guys based off of a 10 to 15 yard radius. He's hoping you break, you cut your route off somewhere between that. He's hoping you don't take it deep. He doesn't really want to run with you. And you saw it out there on those, on the Mari Cooper bombs, even on the Donovan's people Jones one uh, that he had the defensive pass interference on. You, you, you could see it. And I think the Browns noticed that. I don't think it was a coincidence that they started taking shots over at Marcus Peters when he was in one-on-one situations. So I would look for that, especially going up against Tampa this week. You know they're going to see it on film, and you know Tom Brady, if he gets uh, Mike Evans, whether it's Russell Gage or uh, Chris Godwin, any of those guys, if if he sees it, he's going to take a couple shots. So the Ravens have got to be ready for that uh, because I do think that kind of got exposed a little bit today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and listen, you, you, it sucks because, like you said, it, look, we were so excited to have Peter Pan, and I still am. You know, I do think that Marcus Peters is still a good player. I just think that it, we have to be honest about, you know, how he's, you know, some con- inconsistencies. You know, last week he had the um, holding or pass interference in the end zone that was clear. And, you know, people tried to say, oh, that was ticky-tacky. No, I didn't think so. I think that was the right call. I mean, I thought it was pretty obvious right. that he was, you know, holding the man in the end zone, right? Um, and so then you got today, he was kind of getting lit up and he needed some over-the-top help. But, you know, it, you still need a guy like Peters on your team. Oh, of course. Um, you know, but – I think in situations like these is really when you start missing a guy like a Marcus Williams because of his play. And look, Geno Stone found a way to, to clean it up a little bit. But remember, in the was it the first quarter? Mm-hmm. Definitely the first half um, where Mark Cooper had that like 55-yard pass yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You miss guys like – Marcus Williams, who yeah. is very, very good with the football in terms of, you know, um, over-the-top help. And, again, I felt like Geno Stone did a, a pretty good job, you know, moving forward. But, ultimately, you need a guy like Marcus Williams that can help you on either side of the ball. And, and it, it does seem like, at times, Marcus Peters is probably going to need it, obviously, more than Marlon Humphrey. I mean, you know, he had a knee injury. So, right. you know, there's that. But uh, I think, overall, this defense – is get it's just tr- on it's trending up you and i have said for weeks that we didn't feel like this defense was as bad as you know it, it the, the statistics would like to tell you which is why i'm not a huge fan of like when people give me numbers because sometimes you in football it's something you you have to watch the game you have to see the flow of the game to see how things go because the numbers aren't going to always tell you the story in which you see in football and i think that the that the ravens defense is a really good example of one of those types of things so you know you you hope to get a guy like Tyus Bowser back as well that's another linebacker that you will be getting that could potentially mm-hmm. um help with the pass rush I just really feel like that this off this excuse me this defense is really in a position to really be good and and do we know how long Marcus Williams is out by the way I know it's a significant amount of time but does that mean more than the four weeks or like we're done until the end of the season. I, well, Hobbs said that he expects him to be back. He did say he didn't expect it to be season ending. So him going on IR does give them the four weeks. Uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, I, I got to check and see if he has to go off of that 21 window, 21 day window as well, considering he didn't start the year on IR. I don't know exactly off the top of my head how that works. Um, but Harbs did say he expects Marcus Williams back at some point this year. And that'll help uh, for sure. Absolutely. I, I agree. They need they need that guy uh, over the top to kind of, I don't want to say bail them out, but they just need that safety net back there that can kind of cover a lot of ground and make plays on the ball. And I think Peters is the guy that he needs that right now. Um, and specifically talking about that Amari Cooper play that you mentioned on the deep ball earlier in the game, 
Uh, I got to look back at the play. I'm ready. I really want to see it on all 22 to see what went on there because I saw Marlon kind of release him, but I don't know if Marlon did that based off of assignment or based off of a hunch that he saw uh, on what's going on. So I want to kind I want to look at that play and see what, what it was that he saw and what, whatever it was that he was maybe supposed to do because uh, I don't, it is very possible and very, probably very likely that he was in he was supposed to pass him off because it looks like that could have been the case, but it also looks like he could have stuck with him uh, if, if possible. So I do want to look at that. Uh, but other than that, like I said, this defense, I thought did a pretty good job uh, overall. Owe is, um wasn't necessarily the greatest day for Owe. <sighs> I mean, we are I, waiting for the Owe yeah. uh, coming out know. party, it feels like. And it feels like we've just been doing this since maybe week two of last year when he had the fumble at the end of the Chiefs game to kind of end it all. And then after that, it's just kind of – like, how does Justin Houston come back? Yes, I'm clapping over here. Yes, Cordell. And, 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 and <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm clapping. How does Justin Houston miss three weeks, come back, and get a sack before you? I need answers. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know if Owe can provide one right now. It, I don't I don't know if exactly what the one thing I don't think there is just one thing as to why he's not work, you know, turning out to be what people expect him to be. And every time I say that last statement, like it's always not who we thought he was, I gotta remind myself this is a guy that had zero sacks his last year in college. Like, should we be surprised? Literally said this on the post-game show, Cordell, that you know, Micah Parsons was the guy. He was the guy, and mm -hmm. Away was the guy that was he was the guy that was adding pressure. But but Parsons was the guy that was you know the one getting the sacks in college. Right. So this is really not a different um, realm for him. But I think that the ideal was that he was eventually going to become a guy that was going to be this pass rusher that was you know nasty because of the yeah. pressures and because how close he had gotten to quarterbacks in college but you're not wrong like he's literally done this since you know Penn State so yeah. what's you know is it us are we the ones that's 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 just oh expect are we we're waiting on something that's not going to happen and never and hasn't happened right you know I, I I think it's I think it's a us problem I think we as the media as fans as the ravens the front all everybody i think we need to accept that this is who this guy is because this is this is literally who he's always been yep and you got to just take it for what it is and if it's that way okay oh jabo god knows has to work out because <laughs> you don't have that guy in no way Houston's that guy right now, and 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 it's not like Houston's that guy at a Pro Bowl level. He's that guy for what you need right now. Whenever a Jabo gets back out there, hopefully he's this premium pass rusher that we all expect him to be. Because, man, I, I don't know how how much you how much longer you can continue to just rely on it being this total team effort that it is right now, and that's great, but. You you definitely need more, I think, in the uh, in the pass rushing department. 
Well, I mean, look, the Ravens uh, got him in the first round, so he has a fifth-year option. So, look, he, right. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. It's very possible that he's a late bloomer, you know what I mean? And so we'll see. Because the Ravens have had late bloomers before. I think Tyus Bowser is a guy that I would consider to be a late bloomer and really started stepping up um, the final year of his rookie contract and has been consistent ever since. But ultimately, you know, he just has to be better and and, and find ways to, you know, not just hurry the quarterback, not, you know, not just go after the quarterback, but finish it, close the deal, get a sack, you know, good for him for picking up the fumble um, that Calais Campbell had created. But, you right. know, we, we just need a little bit more from away. And, and and there's time because of the first round. And this is only his second year. But look, after a while, you know, by year three, people start using the B word. Right. Yeah. So, like. I mean, they they might be using it now, quite yeah, frankly. I was about to say, you, we already know that that word been out. <laughs> so, you know, you, you really got to do something here and, and, and from that regard. And so I, I hopefully he can find a way to, to really get involved in this defense, who seems to be, like I said earlier, trending up um, from this point out and then still getting guys coming back. Because if a job comes and if he comes in and starts making an impact immediately, man, look. <laughs> It's not about to be pretty. That's all I know. Yep.